going on? Quinn Thomas here. And I just want to take some time to speak about Kevin Durant. You guys know who that is. You know, the small forward for the Golden State Warriors. The inevitable NBA champs. Tonight, maybe. Maybe game five. You can't count on LeBron on the sleep situation. He doesn't get slept. Happened once. Probably won't happen again. But anyway, back to Kevin Durant. I might be in the minority here, but I actually don't really have a problem with him choosing to go to the team that beat him in the playoffs. Like I know that some people, they're like, oh, I don't respect it, it's soft, this, that, and third. But ask yourselves, wouldn't you do the same thing? If you're at your job right now and your boss said, look, I got this position for you, the same job, it's just loads easier, it'll pay you just a little more, but you have a higher chance of getting noticed and getting exposure. You're not going to be like, hey boss, I can't do that. I'd rather stay in this position and not succeed and not get noticed. not saying Kevin Durant didn't get noticed or exposure. But the opportunity to compete for championships, the opportunity to score at a high level, playing with high-level players, it's hard opportunity for anyone to pass up. Wouldn't you agree? Or another thing, he didn't just come there to sit to the back seat to Steph and the Clay. He came there to be either right next to or right above. I wouldn't say right above just yet. That's still Steph's team. I know some people don't agree with that. But it's kind of the truth. So if Steph goes, they go. Even though if you did watch game three, Steph struggled. KD did not. But if you look throughout the season, Steph's the leader. Kevin Durant's 1A. And that's fine. He was leader in Oklahoma City. Got to the finals one time. They lost. Granted, they were young guys. Him, Westbrook, and Harden at the time. But they also got into the Western Conference Finals. Where they did blow the 3-1 lead against the Golden State Warriors, the team that he did lead for. But that's a hard road to get to when you got a, a ball-dominated player like Russell Westbrook on your team. It's a lot of work. And the opportunity to leave for less work, it's, it's hard to pass up for anybody. So what I'm saying is just look at it from that perspective. I know you guys, I don't know, are legacy, legacy, legacy. So if you think legacy and championships, we kind of made him leave. Because you talk about guys like Carl Malone and John Stockton and Charles Barkley. What do we say? Oh, they were great players, but never won a ring. Do we respect them any more or any less that they don't have a ring? No. But now you're going to give me this thing. Oh, I don't respect uh, KD anymore. I lost all respect because he went and chased the ring. Like, newsflash, guys. Girls as well. Once you get professional, it's not about the love for the game anymore. It's business. When you get rings, more business, more exposure, more endorsements. You're somebody. It's like Hollywood. When you get that first big break into that box office smash, people know who you are. Your phone rings. 
just a little more than it did the day before. So there's a lot of mitigating factors into helping KD make that decision. But are we gonna have the same energy in the summer of 2018 when LeBron does the LeBron James free agency tour? He's gonna be looking to stack the deck as well. And can we also not blame, put some blame on the other teams in the NBA? I mean, Golden State's good. They are very good. But this is the NBA. We're all professionals. Last time I checked, some better than others, I understand. But nobody's unbeatable. There's never been a sports team where it's unbeatable except the 72 Dolphins. That's it. Everybody else is beatable and has been beat. So it's on those guys too. I just want people to look at all the factors before saying, hey, I hate Kevin Durant. No, you don't. You just hate it because he went to Golden State. He didn't go to your team. If you're in your heart of hearts, if you can say, hey, you know, maybe it is because he didn't go to my team. The team that beat him thing, the beat him join him thing, happens a lot. This is not as high of a level. You go where you want it. They went and got him. They went and plucked him. Went to the Hamptons. You know, we all know the story of the Hamptons Five. They went there. They recruited him. They talked to him. He could have said no. He didn't. It's too sweet. You know, you go to the refrigerator, you have that one drink, that one cup of juice, you know, on that hot day where it's nice and cold, and you just feel it. When you're going down, when you swallow it, it's like, mmm, refreshing. And that's what it was. You know, genuine guys who all want to play together, work hard, compete, and win. He wasn't getting that in Oklahoma City, Russell. Not saying that Russell doesn't compete. Not at all. What I'm saying is, there's something to be said about doing the work with people you want to do the work with. Think about that. When you go to your job, or when you go out with your friends, it's it's got a little more uh, fun feel to it when it's your friends doing it with you. Right or wrong. I know when I work with people I like, the time goes a little faster. I feel like doing a little more extra work than I normally do. Because you don't notice the time moving. It's just enjoyable. Or when you go out with your friends to the club scene or anywhere. You know what to expect. Because they're your friends. You know them. So Kevin Durant got to know those guys. Kind of share common interests, personality, mindsets. And you can even tell about how they play. It's just fun. Doing things like that for fun, or the fun in things, I should say. Let me correct that. There is something to that. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to my little diatribe about KD. I understand. I understand where you guys are coming from. It, it, it's it, it, it's it's angry, you know. I I understand that. I don't think it ruins the game of basketball. No, I understand it does change things a little when when teams stack the deck. It does. It does. I I won't lie and say it doesn't. 
but the same token, when you're on a team that becomes the giant killer, they know who you are. You're known, forever known in the books, the history books. You're the team that took down Team A. You're the, you're the team that took down Team B. So there's something to be said on that side as well. But just enjoy it, man, you know? There were stacked deck teams in the 80s. I know there wasn't free agency, I understand that. But the Lakers team was stacked. The Celtics team, stacked. The Sixers went and got Moses Malone, they took it down. Full, full, full. We know the story. I don't think anybody was back in those days like, oh man, the Lakers are too stacked. Break it up. The Celtics is too stacked. Break it up. Go make some trades. They didn't do that. They played. And we got to see the Lakers and Celtics a lot in the finals back in those days. So just enjoy it, man. You know, don't hate on the guy for making a move that's best for him, best for his longevity, best for his career accolades. Because at the end of the day, it's all about him. He did it for him. He didn't do it for you guys or me. So just enjoy. Thanks for listening. As always, give me a follow at Quinn Thomas on Twitter. Q-U-I-N-N-T-H-O-M-A-S. No space. All together, no numbers. Got on Twitter early, so I got to get my name in there. Instagram, you want to follow at QThomas2. Personal Instagrams, not like business pages, but I don't put nothing personal on there, so it doesn't matter. Enjoy the rest of your day, and be easy.